0: President Marcos vows to sign the controversial Maharlika investment fund into law as soon as the proposed measure is transmitted to Malacanang. Meanwhile, the Macabayan block hits Senate President Juan Miguel Zubiri for approving a corrected version of the Maharlika bill. We'll discuss this with Gabriela Party List Representative Arlene Brosas. Suspended lawmaker Arnulfo Tevez Jr. files a motion which seeks to inhibit DOJ prosecutors from the Degamo murder case. And a deep-diving robot joins the massive rescue mission for the missing submersible touring the Titanic wreck. Hi, I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. For those of you watching us on YouTube and on Facebook, nice to have you with us today. Topping the midday news, President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. vows to sign the controversial Maharlika Fund bill. As soon as he gets it, let's get more details from our very own Pia Gutierrez. Pia, over to you.
1: Armenia President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. says he will sign the controversial Maharlika Investment Fund bill into law as soon as the proposed measure is transmitted by Congress to Malacanang. The chief executive made a statement after Senate President Juan Miguel Zubiri signed the corrected version of the bill in Washington, D.C., bringing it, bringing it one step closer into becoming a law. The bill, however, has to be signed by House Speaker Martin Romualdez before it is transmitted to the office of the president for his signature. The president says he will look into all the changes that have been made in the version passed by the House and the Senate, which he thinks had to do with issues on financial security, which are the concern of the public at this moment. The President, however, says that the success of any sovereign pension or hedge fund actually lies in its management, particularly in the people who will be tapped to head it. this says he noted the need for the Maharlika Investment Fund to be well-managed and operating independently from government.
2: Perhaps we are looking in the wrong direction. The key to the success of any fund a hedge fund, pension fund, sovereign fund, investment fund is the management. Of course, all of these things can happen. We've seen them happen before, because the management chose for it to happen. Ito mga ito mga scandalo na nakikita natin sa ibang lugar. On the other hand, we see examples of really successful funds, and the, really the difference is the management. And that's why we have made sure that it is not. A government. Uh, it is not a government. Uh, it is independent from government. Kung korap ang ilagay mo yan, korap talaga yahan. Mana mawawala yung pera. Kung mahusa yung nilalagay mo yan, ay maglalakay itlalakay yan at magagamit natin yung fundong yan. The secret to its success is who do we put in management.
1: Meanwhile, Kamina, the president was in Makati Thursday morning for the inauguration of the new headquarters of the Securities and Exchange Commission, as well as the launch of the SEC's new digital initiatives aimed at making the registration and monitoring of corporations easier across the country. In his speech, the president lauded that... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, uh, we...
1: Yes, Carmina. Sorry, the president was, uh, as I was saying, the president uh, in his speech um, lauded the SEC for its uh, digitalization uh, initiatives uh, aimed at making the registration and monitoring of corporations easier across the country. And in his speech, uh, he urged them to further promote ease of doing business in the country, as well as advocacy for sustainable finance and good corporate governance. Carmina?
0: Yeah, as, as you reported, uh, the president um, eager to sign the Maharlika Fund bill as soon as he, as he receives it um, in his office. But was he, is he also well aware of the controversy now surrounding the corrected version of the bill, that it was uh, corrected only through a Viber um, group, basically legislation via Viber? Uh, and what did the president have to say about that?
1: Well, he did not elaborate on that, uh, Karine. There's no indication that he was actually aware of uh, that issue. But uh, what he wanted to say is that uh, he wanted to assure uh, the people um, during the press conference a while ago um, on uh, uh, the the measures um, that will be put in place, particularly in ensuring the security of uh, the people's money and saying that, um, aside from all of these policies that will be put in place, Um, What is important is uh, the people that will be tapped to head the management. Um, There's no indication at all, uh, uh, or at least he did not mention any of the issues surrounding the Marleka Investment Fund. uh, But he did actually acknowledge that there are concerns of the public regarding uh, the security of uh, the the public funds uh, that will be uh, placed in the Marleka bill, uh, Maharlika Investment Fund,
0: Carmina. All right, thanks a lot. Pia Gutierrez there, joining us on the line. And back here in the newsroom, Senate President Zubiri's approval of a corrected Maharlika Investment Fund bill earns the ire of House minority lawmakers. Zubiri said corrections were made and thoroughly discussed through a Senate Viber Group. The Mahabayan bloc in the lower house now urging Zubiri to retract his approval and follow the proper procedures. Meanwhile, House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Joey Salceda said he expects President Marcos to announce the enactment of the Mahalika Investment Fund Act during his upcoming State of the Nation address. Salceda adds strategic partners and co investors are already being engaged in preparation for its launching. And we'll be speaking now with Gabriela, Party List Representative Arlene Brosas of the Macabayan Bloc. Congresswoman Brosas, thank you for joining us today and welcome to the program.
3: Hi. Uh, good afternoon, Tormina. Thank you for interviewing me.
0: All right. Well, you just heard it from our correspondent, Pia Gutierrez. President Marcos uh, about to sign or will sign the Makabayan Make That the Marlica Fund uh, Investment Fund Bill as soon as he gets it in his office. But you're having a problem with that because do you even know what it looks like? Do you even know what the final um, the final corrected version looks like?
3: Yes, that's basically our problem. Man. Yung transparency and um, accountability, basically, uh, ng Harika Investment Fund. It was not, um, hindi talaga siya dumaan so process, supposedly, no. na dapat yung legislative process natin. If there are corrections, supposedly, it should go back to the committee but apparently uh, ang ginawa ay shortcut. So we are really, no, uh disappointed in this and um actually hindi lang disappointment to it. Eh. The people should know, no, na mali yung naging process. Uh kaya naman criticize dahil may lack of transparency and accountability mismo from the Senate. Uh it was supposed to undergo a deliberation and scrutiny. Pero parang ganito ang nangyari, si shortcut nila hindi man lang magkakaroon ng committee hearing para i-discuss yung mga corrections and everything and there are so many i believe pati mga grammar and everything you know so um, we are hoping no na the senate the senate will listen bakit ba nila ito minamadali mm-hmm. hindi naman kailangan ito madeligen mm-hmm. so we call on the senate president no, to immediately retract
0: Mm. You talk about, you spoke about errors a while ago. Maybe binabanggit din si Senator Cheese Escudero. Halimbawa, yung conflicting uh, provisions uh, ng sections 50 and 51. Um, these are not merely clerical error, errors. Yan know, ni Senator Francis Escudero. And whatever corrections should, uh, must be done should be through a joint um, uh, resolution of both houses uh, of Congress. Ay, ang nangyari, tila ata legislation via Viber, is that even constitutional?
3: It's not. No? Uh, sa tingin namin, it's not. No, The bill should pass. Both, uh, dahil nag-pass na siya ng both houses, yung amendments ng Senate, uh, in-accept na yun ng housing. Eh. So you cannot change that. You cannot modify that by mere discussion sa Viber. Team. So dapat magkaroon talaga ng pagbabalik sa committee. Tama po si uh, Senator Cheese Escudero, Escudero, kung sinasabi niya, na kahit yung mga provisions, if there are provisions na hindi talaga mako For example, yung 20% to how many percent, di ba, hindi talaga siya pwede. So kailangan i-approve siya ng uh, committee. Hindi ganito, no? So meron dapat legislature deliberation dito
0: mm. before we approve the law. Um, but if you... Listen to uh, Congressman Joey Salceda. He believes that uh, the announcement that the fund has been, or the act has been, um, uh, the bill has been enacted, is uh, sort of being timed with the president's State of the Nation address.
3: Yeah, problema nila right? <laughs> yun, but yung pag-shortcut nung uh, ano, pag-shortcut nung nung bill, pag-shortcut nung pag-pass ng law, hindi natin dapat ito payagan. It we are in a in a democratic process no um, supposedly uphold natin dapat no yung democratic process na ito it is in the interest of the Filipino people we are protecting the Filipino people diba and we should be the ones no lalo na yung mga lawmakers dapat po uh, dahil invested tayo dahi dito dapat lang no na tayo ay uh, tumindig na mali yung naging process
0: Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, you're asking, calling on uh, Senate President Juan Miguel Zubiri to retract his approval of the quote-unquote corrected uh, version. Um, but if he does that, wouldn't this be tantamount to him admitting um, an error on his part? Do you actually believe that a retraction is coming?
3: Um, actually, error talaga, right? ba Sinabi nga nila yon eh maraming mga provisions ang hindi talaga nag-thrive. That was the term, no? Um and they corrected it. Yun yung sinabi nila. So, yung yung mere mention, no? Uh, actually, yung precise niya ngang sinabi diyan. I believe the corrections were thoroughly discussed by the majority bloc in our Viber group including the letter of correction sent by Senator Mark Villar. Um uh first Majority, majority lang bang ang nagpo-compose sa si Senate? Diba dapat kasama din yung minority doon? Second, bakit via Viber Group wala pa naman tayong provision in anything? There was no mention in the Constitution na via Viber Group ang mag-legislate ng process ng ating mga appeals and laws. So, um, may problema talaga doon.
0: What about the so, letter of corrections um, coming from Senator Mark Villar? Do we even know what that letter contains?
3: Yes, basically, hindi naman nila pinoblish. Hindi rin naman nila pinaalam. Even the lower house has no copy. And paano kami mag deliberate And eh, naka-resist kami ngayon. Hmm. So, um, bakit kailangan madaliin? Bakit kailangan um, uh, parang ngayon dahil may mga investors and everything? Why do that? Ano? Uh, pwede naman magkaroon ng substantive deliberations dito. Nang hindi ito minamadali, na hindi naman kailangan sa State of the Nation address ay magawa itong mga ito. Mm-hmm. What for? Is it for the interest of the Filipino people yung pagmamadali nito? ito? Ano yung kailangan? Hindi, hindi ko din maintindihan, Karimina. Eh. Mm-hmm. It is uh, parang sila lang yung private doon sa mga um, uh, pinag-uusapan on Maharlika Investment Fund when supposedly public funds ito. And yung public funds... Public, dapat, de ba ang sang uh, napaka alam in mm. every step of the way. Ay tayo. Bakit to um, parang pilas sila sila lang yung nag-uusap.
0: And, so, and, and it, what do you and what do you intend to do about it? I mean, I think all signs point to the president signing it, um, and that the announcement will come uh, during the State of the Nation address. Um, that's a foregone conclusion, but can we also say the same about any action that you will take to to prevent or even question the enactment of the Maharlika Fund bill?
3: Of course, it will not stop there. You know, uh, alam natin na para nila ito and everything. We are actually now um, studying para ito ay. Y- the no, si Supreme Court dahil um basically question, no? So uh we are in the process of studying and deliberating this in the macabayan blog.
4: Mm.
0: But if, if any action, if you'll be taking any action, is that going to be now before he signs it or after he has signed it? The problem with
3: that is um hindi patayo pued action unless uh matapos yung process, process 'di ba so yung yung questioning natin will go after the after the bill is ano signed and then wrong.
0: Mm. do you think because of the recent actions um do you think that the proponents themselves have put in danger um uh, the Maharlika Investment uh, Fund bill
3: yes basically no kasi wala naman question kung dumaan talaga sa process eh. pero pag and there is a reason for now, lalo na legislative process.
0: All right. We're going to have to leave it at that. Arlene Ross there, Congresswoman, representative of uh, Gabriela Party List. Thank you so much for taking our call. Really appreciate your insights. Thank you and take care. Moving on, the Philippine National Bureau of Investigation has sacked its security management chief after an alleged drug trafficker under their custody was caught outside detention. And as Nico Bawa tells us, Jad Dera is also suspected to be the bagman of suspended lawmaker Arnulfo Tevez Jr.
5: The NBI-NCR and Task Force Against Illegal Drugs arrested drug suspect Jad Dera and five jail guards of the NBI inside the NBI compound in Manila. The operatives discovered that Dera was able to leave the detention center with the jail guards and had dinner in a hotel in Makati with his girlfriend. The investigation showed that the jail guards were allegedly bribed to allow Dera to leave jail. Around 100,000 pesos were retrieved from Dera. The NBI has already relieved the chief of the security management section, especially since it was discovered that Dera also allegedly left jail last Sunday and went to Tagaytay. So this would not have happened if there was no connivance.
6: We are hell-bent on um, making heads roll for this incident.
5: This is unacceptable. Attorney Levito Baligo, the lawyer of the family of slain Provincial Governor Roel Degamo, previously claimed that jail guards were spying inside the NBI detention center to influence the witnesses and suspects in the Degamo murder case. An earlier report claimed that DERA was connected to suspended lawmaker Arnold Teves Jr., the main suspect in the de Gamo slay case. But DERA denied this. Nakausap niyo ba yung mga sa Degamo case? Hindi ko, hindi ko. Anong relasyon mo sa kanila? May transaksyon ba kayo? Wala po, wala po. Hindi po sila nakag-uusap. Dera also denied allegations of bribery and that he was serving as a middleman between Tevez Jr. and other suspects in the murder of Governor Degamo. Naging bagman ka ba talaga for hindi po, Tevez? Hindi po, hindi po. Teves' lawyer, Attorney Ferdinand Topacio, insists his client had nothing to do with Dera.
6: Very clumsy attempt to again falsely implicate Congressman Teves. Try harder, try better.
5: Dera did not explain why he had the huge sum of money, including allegations he was carrying a bigger amount. In a statement, the NBI emphasized that they do not tolerate illegal acts. They assured the public that they are conducting a thorough investigation and checking all possible angles in the crime. DERA and the jail guards are facing cases of bribery, infidelity in the custody of prisoner or detained person, corruption of a public officer, and violation of the Anti-Graft and Corrupt Practices Act. Niko Bawa, ABS-CBN News.
0: The lawyer of inmate Jad Dera strongly denying the allegations against his client. Attorney Raymond Pilot says Dera was allowed to go out of the NBI detention facility to seek medical care. He also dares the NBI to provide details of the alleged bribery involving the agency's personnel.
7: Bribery consists of one giving money and the other one accepting money for a certain pay board definitely even the jail guards will not ad- admit that that they receive money really, we will face the charge once we read the papers as of now we have no idea what cases are to be filed against my client and the nba expert
0: attorney palad also saying there's no truth to allegations Dera is connected to suspended lawmaker aronolfo tevez jr
7: I don't know the link, no, because uh, in the De Lima case, he was accused as the bagman also of former Senator De Lima, accused of getting money from the NBP, believe it prison, and giving it to former Senator De Lima, which was never proven by the prosecution. The only connection is that the suspects in the De are also detainees at the NBI detention cell, and they're only... They, they, they see each other no, almost daily because it's only a, a, a small detention facility. And maybe somebody had this idea to make a plot to connect there as the bagman. Definitely, there is no connection.
0: In other news, suspended Congressman Tevez files an urgent motion which seeks to inhibit prosecutors from the Justice Department in the DeGamo murder case. For more on that story, let's bring in our correspondent Mike Navalio. Mike, what more can you tell us?
8: Harry Carmina. Suspended Representative Arnolfo Tevez Jr. filed this morning an urgent motion for the DOJ panel of prosecutors to inhibit from handling the probe on the killing of Negros Oriental Governor Ruel DeGamo. Tebes who remains outside the country, was represented by his lawyer, Ferdinand Topasho. In his motion to inhibit, Tevez cited media statements of Justice Secretary Susan Remulla, Remulia, allegedly prejudging his guilt. Among these statements is Remulia's claim that Tebes is the executive producer and producer of the Gamos killing. Remulia's statements, according to Topasho, or according to the motion, said that there can be or showed that there can be no true justice the Department of Justice because it is Remulia who has the power to review resolutions of prosecutors and to supervise and discipline them, as well as promote or reassign them. Supacho said Remulia's statements are concerning. He said he has never seen such statements uttered by previous justice secretaries. Sevis pointed out in his motion that uh, despite Remulia's public statement, it took the National Bureau of Investigation uh, four months from the Gamos desk before murder complaints could be filed against him at the DOJ. DeGamo was killed on March 4th. Meanwhile, murder complaints were filed with the DOJ on May 17, or more than two months after. Accusing the DOJ of partiality and claiming he was deprived of due process, Tevis argued that the DeGamo murder probe should be conducted by the Office of the Ombudsman, which has the jurisdiction, to uh, conduct preliminary investigation on an elected official, public official, such as uh, Representative uh, Tevis. listen to what... uh, Attorney Kapaso has to say about why the Ombudsman should handle the probe.
6: The Ombudsman is not a political office. Uh, hindi po nagseserve ang Ombudsman at the pleasure of the President. Uh, the Ombudsman has a fixed seven-year term. He can only be removed for cost at mahirap pong tanggalin yan. The Ombudsman may only be impeached.
8: Was filling on June 13. Pasha explained her absence by presenting proof that Tevis' office at the House of Representatives received the subpoena only on June 14. The next probe is set on June 27. Fermina?
0: Thanks a lot. Mike Navaglio there joining us on The Line. And back here in the newsroom, the legal counsel of embattled televangelist Apollo Kiboloy claims. U.S. prosecutors do not have a strong case against his client. Kiboloi is on the Federal Bureau of Investigation's most wanted list on allegations of conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking. Attorney Ferdinand Tomash says the case against Kiboloi has been prolonged because the evidence against his client is weak.
6: This information, are you most wanted? He's on the FBI wanted list. Because okay. he has been indicted for certain crimes, human trafficking, etc., money laundering. But an indictment is not a conviction. Kung baga sa atin po ito, eh, may information na finail sa court at lilitisin pa. Okay. And uh, American lawyers are working uh, to dissolve the indictment. The uh, trial has been moved back several times.
0: We're going to take a break now up ahead. An official of the Philippine Foreign Affairs Department set to visit Myanmar following appeals to lower the crisis alert level in the country. More on that when we come back. Stay with ANC. Back with more news. Authorities in al check on the condition of not just the human evacuees, but also animals displaced by restive Mayon volcano. Jose Caritero now joins us with that story. Jose, over to you.
9: Carmina, the Albay Provincial Veterinary Services conducted today routine animal disease monitoring in various livestock animal evacuation centers in Albay. Dr. Manny Victorino, the Operation Head of Mayon Eruption Animal Emergency Response Team said there are 25 designated livestock animal evacuation sites in the province due to Mayon volcanoes unrest. More than a 1,000 animals, mostly carabaos and cows, inside the 6-kilometer permanent danger zone were evacuated. The evacuation sites, which is inside a 7- and 8-kilometer extended danger zone, according to the provincial veterinary, have sufficient supply of grass and water. The animal evacuation centers have not been so far affected by ashfall. Animal feeds are also being provided. Included in the routine monitoring is the veterinary medical intervention, like collection of blood and fecal samples to check possible diseases of large ruminants. The animals were also given vitamins and were dewormed. Dr. Victorino said evacuation of animals inside a permanent danger zone was implemented as this area was declared a snowman's land due to the eruption of Mayon volcano. Carmina.
0: Thanks a lot, Jose Carretero. And back here in the newsroom, the Civil Aeronautics Board admits it can't say for sure when the Philippine aviation sector will improve. That remark comes as Philippine Senators probe local airlines over multiple allegations of overbooking and offloading.
8: The aerospace industry is a very global industry dahil ang mga piyesa niyan, maraming bansang pinagagalingan. Mga eksperto nagsasabing isang taon, eksperto nagsasabing mahigit. So ang magagawa natin talagang mag-reduce niyan ang ginagawa na nga natin ngayon, mag-reduce ng flight at umasa na mag-improve nang sa lalo madaling panahon ang supply system ano supply chain situation pero wala tayong katiyakan mahirap walang wala tayong katayu para mag-predict na oh eh dalawang buwan alis na yan kasi ang yan buong mundo yung sistema yung shipping.
0: Representatives from airline companies during the hearing attributed flight cancellations and delays to engine problems, maintenance issues, and delayed delivery of equipment. The airlines also issued an apology to the public.
5: We express our sincerest apologies. More than 120 aircraft throughout the world are grounded because of this issue. Cebu Pacific this year already encountered 12 unscheduled engine removals.
3: Experience an increased number of uh, our aircraft that is undergoing maintenance. Most of these are unscheduled, and we also acknowledge that this came at a time that when travel is at its peak. We try our community to sincere, to again, the public was at a loss as to
0: An infrastructure-oriented think tank questions the 267 billion peso unsolicited bid to rehabilitate the country's main gateway by the Manila International Airport Consortium. This, as it points out, the Transport Department's estimated cost for the project is only at 141 billion pesos. InfraWatch is worried the project costs could be passed on to the public in the form of higher terminal fees.
10: I have no debate on transparency because these are uh, high-level conglomerates, no? So I'm quite certain that they will comply with ESG requirements, no? But uh, it's really a question of the project cost. What we are saying is um, we can basically uh, spread it across whether 15 years, which is the the OTR concession, or 25 years for the ordinary Filipino or the OSW, every peso counts, no? So I think that would be – we have to really push back on – Uh, Miak's idea that it doesn't really matter because uh, in the future there will be further gains. No, but I think what needs to be clear is there is a debate on the total project cost because uh, the terminal fee moving forward up until the 25th year will basically be dependent on the total project cost. No, so uh, we'd like to negotiate it down. D O T R should negotiate down uh, this project cost to make it uh, a bit more reasonable. In terms of uh, terminal
0: fees. The consortium, made up of the country's biggest conglomerates and a foreign partner, earlier defended the cost, saying the size of the project requires long term investment and commitment. An official of the Philippine Foreign Affairs Department heading to Myanmar later this month to meet with Filipinos in the country, this following an appeal from overseas Filipino workers to downgrade the crisis alert level 4 in Myanmar. They say while movement is still limited, the situation is back to normal. Under Secretary Eduardo de Vega will be in Yangon on June 29.
6: The department is now already reviewing and uh, it's only a matter of... Um, sending a recommendation but we want to be absolutely sure that the situation is really safe. There are two situations, the situation of Filipino workers who are working legally in legal jobs in Yangon um, and those are working unfortunately uh, as human trafficking victims. The best we can do is to allow those who are already working to return. Even those who worked before, uh, it depends on how the DMW will uh, um, Uh, finalize the uh, the uh, the rules after we make the recommendation but there will be no new uh, deployment of new jobs uh, to Myanmar that that not yet because precisely there is human trafficking
0: alert level 4 was raised in Myanmar in May of 2021 due to the worsening conflict there caused by the military's takeover of the government we're going to take a quick break. Now still ahead, a restaurant explosion in China kills dozens. More on that story when we return. You're watching baseline Philippines here on ANC. Back with more news, world news now. 31 people are killed following an explosion at a barbecue restaurant in China's northwestern Ningxia region Wednesday night. State-run media said the blast was caused by a leaking LPG tank at the restaurant. Chinese President Xi Jinping has ordered stronger safety checks in key industries. This as the incident came on the eve of China's three-day Dragon Boat Festival holiday, where thousands are expected to travel and attend outdoor events. Another blast, this time in Paris, leaves at least 37 people injured. The explosion, which occurred at the busy Latin Quarter of the capital, collapsed the facade of a building housing a design school popular with foreign students. Police say four of the injured are in critical condition. The Paris prosecutor's office says it's still too early to say what caused that blast, but a local deputy may- mayor rather, has referred to it as a gas explosion. The Latin Quarter is famed as the home to many expatriates and French artists over the years. A French robot joins the hunt to find the missing submersible touring the Titanic wreck. It can dive deeper than other equipment now at the site, but the Victor 6000 was scheduled to arrive late Wednesday, giving it a limited window to provide assistance before the Thursday morning deadline when the Titan's air supply is expected to run out. Teams from the US, Canada and France have been searching an area roughly the size of Lebanon. The death toll from a riot at a women's prison in Honduras rises to 46. Honduras president Shomara Castro says the riot had been planned by gang members with the knowledge of the jail guards. She vows to take drastic measures to address the deaths. Identifying victims has been a challenge with many burned beyond recognition. Honduras has a history of prison riots. The gangs involved in Tuesday's violence have long battled for control of the drug trafficking and extortion industries. Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky admits progress has been slower than desired two weeks into its counteroffensive against Russian forces. This report takes us to the edges of the
11: combat zone.
0: Like and On the edge of, the of one
11: part of Ukraine's <laughs> thousand-kilometer-long front line. Medics prepare for injured soldiers to be rushed in from battle. They say the fighting in this area is different from other major Ukrainian pushes to retake areas occupied by Russia. For example, they say they're seeing more bullet wounds because the fighting here is closer than in previous battles where most injuries came from bombings. Ukraine has retaken several villages in the past two weeks, but soldiers say Uh, the movement is slow because Russians have occupied much of this area for at least a year. They have had time to build strong fortifications and get to know the region. But locals in the villages near the front lines say they are starting to feel some relief as bombings get further and further away. Some locals tell us that they expect this part of the war may go on a long time because, as they say, they are now fighting not kilometer by kilometer, but meter by meter. Reporting from Komar in eastern Ukraine, Heather Murdoch, VOA News.
0: The White House seeking to smooth tensions with China just days after the visit of its top diplomat, Antony Blinken, to Beijing. That's after U.S. President Joe Biden compared Chinese leader Xi Jinping to embarrassed dictators. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson says Biden's comments seriously violate diplomatic protocol and severely infringe on China's political dignity. The spokesperson also denounced Biden's remarks as a blatant political provocation. A White House official, however, insists the president, speaking candidly about China at the event, should come as no surprise. The official adds the president believes that diplomacy is the responsible way of managing tensions. U.S. Federal Reserve uh, Jerome Powell affirms more rate hikes are on the table as the fight against inflation still has a long way to go. Speaking at his biannual testimony in Congress, Powell explained the Fed's decision to pause rates last, make that pause rate hikes last week as an exercise in prudence that will allow policymakers to gather more information before deciding on further increases.
12: Inflation has moderated somewhat since the middle of last year. Nonetheless, inflation pressures continue to run high, and the process of getting inflation back down to 2 percent has a long way to go. Despite elevated inflation, longer-term inflation expectations appear to remain well anchored, as reflected in a broad range of surveys of households, businesses, and forecasters, as well as measures from financial markets. We have been seeing the effects of our our policy tightening on demand in the most interest rate-sensitive sectors of the economy. It will take time, however, for the full effects of monetary restraint to be realized, especially on inflation.
0: U.S. inflation eased to 4 percent in May from 4.9 percent in April. But core CPI came in at 5.3 percent. That's more than double the Fed's 2 percent target. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau lauds the contributions of Filipino Canadians to the country. The details from Vanessa
12: Merhudio david In Canada's capital, Filipino Heritage Month was celebrated right on Parliament Hill. Not only was it attended by members of the Filipino community, but also by lawmakers, ministers, and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau himself. In his speech, Trudeau emphasized that the Filipino community continues to be one of the fastest growing in Canada. He also thanked Filipinos for the essential roles they played in Canada's pandemic response and those that continue to keep the most vulnerable healthy.
5: You are the embodiment of that. And you are also the embodiment of the fact that Canada's openness and diversity makes our country indescribably richer than it would be otherwise, and we are deeply Grateful for all you do to continue to build stronger communities and a stronger country. It's a community, uh, deeply, deeply connected uh, to this country, and an irrevocable part of this country forever.
12: Meanwhile, Philippine Ambassador to Canada Maria Angelita Austria says. It is the responsibility of the 1 million Filipinos in Canada to step up and do more to further the interests of the Filipino community in the country.
1: We are very pleased to know that under this government, there have been so many changes that have taken place that have allowed our community to contribute more, foremost of which is the gains in the Credentials Recognition Program. Many of you who came here earlier, have not been able to practice the profession but with the support of many of our friends and the diligence and the hard work of our community we are now slowly being allowed to have our educational credentials recognized so uh these uh
3: these and all other developments are very good manifestations
1: of not just our growing presence but the growing recognition of our
12: community Filipino representation in Parliament Hill is stronger than ever, with the first Filipino-Canadian member of Parliament, Reggie Valdez, and first Filipino-Canadian Senator, Dr. Gigi Osler.
3: It feels amazing to have representation on the Hill because I was a witness to when we didn't have anybody and I felt invisible. So having so many Filipinos here and finally having representation on um, Parliament with MP Richie Valdez and Senator Gigi Osler. Of course, we need more. <laughs> um, I, I feel seen and heard, and I feel um, celebrated. Um, not just our heritage, but um, the Philippi- as Filipino Canadians, we are creating our own history. And I'm, I'm so proud to be amongst um,
12: uh, the history makers. <laughs> The Filipino Heritage Month celebration this year is made more special as Canada and the Philippines approach the 75th year of the establishment of their diplomatic relations in 2024. Vanessa Merhuja david ABS-CBN News, Ottawa.
0: In sports, the Boston Celtics continue to strengthen their lineup for another NBA title run. The Celtics are acquiring Washington Wizards' big man Chris Tapps Porzingis in a three-team deal. Boston will be sending sixth man of the year Malcolm Brogdon to the L.A. Clippers and some role players to the Wizards. Washington is in rebuild mode, having traded its other star player Bradley Beale, recently to the Phoenix Suns. Porzingis gives the Celtics a post-presence with a feathery touch from the outside and a third a star behind the duo of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown switching gears now Filipino actress Dolly De Leon has been cast in the second season of nine perfect strangers De Leon will work alongside award-winning Australian actress Nicole Kidman nine perfect strangers first streamed on Hulu September 2021 and became the platform's most watched original series ever for more on this story Head on over to newsabs cbandcom And before we go, more and more appliances are becoming smart. Soon you'll be able to add toilets to that list. Take a look.
4: Each day, vast amounts of valuable health information are flushed down toilets. Stanford School of Medicine's Tsungmin Park says there is an opportunity to improve health by closely monitoring human waste. Here's a prototype that we work on. Park is developing a smart toilet that can gather visual information about a user's stool and send it to healthcare providers. And we're looking at those excreta with a computer vision and artificial intelligence to tell the early de- uh, disease de- uh, detection or even prevention of disease. The camera is located right behind this housing here. Park is working with South Korean manufacturer eZen to develop the first consumer version, which will be an add on to an existing toilet with the capability to send basic health and nutrition advice to a user's phone. Park says future versions could monitor many conditions and even detect early signs of cancer. UScan, a device from French company Withings, samples urine.
2: Urine is an amazing source of health information. Uh, urine contains up to 3,000 chemical compounds.
4: The system uses replaceable cartridges with enough tests for 90 days.
2: All you have to do is just to urinate, and that's it.
4: A tiny pump is heat activated and delivers drops of urine to a test strip,
2: which will react with urine and, and generate a color change, which we detect with an optical sensor.
4: Test results appear on the app within minutes cartridges for monitoring fertility and nutrition will be available first. Tech is coming to the toilet, but it remains to be seen if users are ready to welcome these innovations into their most private routines. Matt Dibble, for VOA News, Palo Alto, California. And that'll do
0: it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, you can play back this newscast on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe. Keep it here on ANC.